Man, I am excited for this weekend. I cannot wait to be with everyone for the 813 Fest. Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to it too. We got some great performers coming out. Um, and it should be a really good display of kind of the different organizations we've been working with here in Tampa Bay. Listen, all of you that can hear my voice that are listening, um, be at Embark Collective. It's a free event. Um, we would appreciate if you'd go register, um, but either way, show up at Embark Collective on Saturday, 27th. Uh, what time should they show up? 11 o'clock? 11 o'clock, yeah. We'll be there 11 to 4. Uh, so real quick, 11 to 12 is kind of like tabling, networking, a great opportunity to meet all the people from the 813 Collective. They'll be set up different displays, kind of an art show with the Artist Collective, things like that. Then from 12 to 2, we're going to have a bunch of stuff going on. We've got some workshops, some breakouts, um, some entertainment, some music, some local poets coming through. Um, I think there's a food truck going to be pulling up. There's a lot of cool stuff going on then. And then from 2 to 4... Um, is going to be like main stage. We're going to let, we're going to hear from some of the cohort members. We're going to give them a, some time to get up and kind of share. And then also I'm going to spend some time sharing uh, kind of as a keynote around, you know, what is the 813 Collective? Well, our vision for a Wubble City. Uh, talk a little bit about the future of 813 Fest. And anyway, really want you guys to join us. So we'll see you there. Uh, but for now, just joining us, welcome to Tampa Talk. It's May 26th. I'm John. And I'm Dahlia. Thank you for joining us. All right. So uh, I think we're going to jump into the news, right? So let's, uh, we, 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 if any of you guys want to help with our history search, we came up short this week and we didn't find any this week in Tampa history noteworthy. Uh, but what are we talking about? So Mayor Jane Castor was in the news a lot this week. She um, stepped down from the Hillsborough Transit Agency Board and has picked recently elected city council member Gwendolyn Henderson for the four-year board seat. And so she stated that it is a pivotal time for the transit board. And um, that's been made clear over the previous, like, resignation of the CEO and the settlement and the COO COO or whatever. Was that a resignation? Yeah. I mean, I think that's what they called it. Okay. Because I was like, they fired that lady. (laughs) Yeah, they did fire that lady. Um, But Henderson grew up in Carver City, and she was an avid bus rider and aware of the different levels of accessibility and mobility offered to different neighborhoods. The article also cited that when she moved to Tampa, her and her sister had an assignment to count the cracks on Bayshore Boulevard sidewalks, um, I guess in order to replace them, Mm. versus her own neighborhood didn't even have sidewalks, let alone the funds. And so she's very... um, looking much looking forward to taking this position she won district five seat by 80 votes and represents east tampa ybor city downtown and part of west tampa and um yeah so we'll see what she's able to bring to the team nice the mayor was also in the news for um the new kind of approach the city council voted unanimously to approve the re-elected mayor jane caster's uh list of department head recommendations so this was something that they had asked for previously to be able to approve mm. who the mayor appoints um, and so they did that there was unanimous vote the most pushback came in reappointing the communications director Adam Smith so some people had concerns I guess about his um, ability to or capacity to fill the position but he is this pre like he is the standing communications director and ultimately they voted so I guess they're cool with it um, but great to see that that you know process is being implemented already the mayor also is in the news one more time with the um and 
NCAACP uh, <laughs> issued a travel advisory Saturday alleging the state has engaged in an all-out attack on black Americans, along with other groups such as the LGBTQ community, immigrants, and women. The organization said the advisory comes in direct response to Governor Ron DeSantis' aggressive attempts to erase black history and to restrict diversity, equity, and inclusion programs in Florida schools. And so the mayor responded to this comment saying that Tampa is Tampa, regardless of what's happening in Tallahassee, and uh, we support and embrace these minority groups, and that you're welcomed here with open arms. Um, so that was the mayor's response. Of- yeah, you know, as you look around, it's funny, like, that response makes sense. Like, the there's something that feels out of whack from the state level with DeSantis to, like, our experience in our cities, in Miami and Tampa, and some of the, like, the, 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 they, they aren't the same and they don't have the same spirit. So it makes sense to see the Tampa mayor stepping up and saying this. Um, which, although, by the way, and this is maybe something else we have in here, but, like, although Tampa also, didn't we cancel our pride parade because of DeSantis's law? Like, isn't that also something that's going on? Like, there's, it has its effects systemically here. Absolutely. Because they're in laws. Yeah, so also in the news, um, Governor Ron DeSantis signed into effect uh, the a bill that prevents... Uh, it's HB 1438, and it limits drag performances to venues of 18 and older. Jeez. And so what this essentially meant for Tampa Pride was that because there is drag performances involved in Tampa Pride, and I guess a substantial amount, there was something like 80 um, individuals who were hired on to help support Tampa, Tampa Pride. And because it's a public space that they can't guarantee that eight, uh, individuals under 18 won't be present, uh, it's illegal, so they can't do it. And so in response to that, a local woman has decided to host her own Tampa Pride walk. There we and go. And so uh, Miss Duggan... Let's do it anyway. Yes. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. She is um, a mother of two children. She has a wife. She has, you know, dogs. She's just your average American family. And uh, she was very saddened by this news to remove Pride. Yeah. As I think it is um, sad. That's like a huge event, and we did it in a cool way on the river and everything. And so hers won't be on the yeah. yeah. Hers won't be on the river. They are going to do a walk. And um, Miss Duggan stated that we, as a family in our home, we know we teach inclusiveness. We teach anybody can love anybody. Anybody can be who they want. So to be told that we're bad parents um, for accepting this is, or this is not the norm. It's sad. And she was basically saying how um, all parents should be able to make those decisions for their families and their children and what they see and what they learn. So the argument that don't bring your kids if you don't want to support um, that kind of performance, right? And so she's going to be hosting it. The inaugural Pride Walk is going to be June 16th from 6 to 9 p.m. And it starts at Armature Works and ends at Curtis Hickston. And so I am really glad to see a Pride event happening in place of what is a long-standing Pride well, event. because the other one was, what, run by the city or because it had public funds or public organization. They're like, hey, you're not, you're not going to be able to do this because of this new um, law that's been signed into effect. But then, like, citizens here go, okay, screw it. Like... This isn't a law that we're going to follow. And so the city can't do it, but the citizens can or think, should. Yeah, and I don't think private business can do it either. Like, I think it has to, like, um, there's freedoms to the individual to, like, organize and, you know. Um, 
Interesting. Public spaces and all that kind of jazz, but the city can't do it. And I think the law it actually prohibits private business as well. It's any venue that is not 18 or older can't support any kind of drag performance. Well, DeSantis has been seemingly on a on a war path, passing all kind of laws. And what, in my mind, forget the politics of these, like the just authoritarian nature of them. The overreach of government seems really out of step with, like, let's say the Republican talking points of yeah. a smaller government. Um, so. Pretty infuriating, honestly. And then, oh, by the way, um, I don't know if you guys were paying attention on Twitter. He has gone on Twitter spaces to announce that he is running for president. Yeah, so uh, Wednesday night, uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis announced that he will be um, run entering the Republican presidential primary. And so... He stated that I am running for president of the United States to lead our great American comeback. He um, actually refrained from slandering Trump for the most part, which a lot of people anticipated a lot mm -hmm. of kind of negative um, negative comments regarding uh, former President Trump. But his uh the, the rhetoric that we're seeing on all the different news channels is there is no substitute, substitute for victory. We must end the culture of losing that has infected the Republican Party in recent years. And I think that's the big headline based on, um, yeah, based on what, I, what all the newspapers are reporting. So definitely uh, check out the uh, summary of what went on on Twitter a couple nights ago and probably pay attention as we go forward because um yeah this story is um only gonna grow if um you know it's gonna take this like uh posture national i yeah. guess and um we'll yeah. see we'll see how this plays out is there anything uh else you could tell me about that's going on <laughs> yeah so in uh, some local news there was some great um, shows of philanthropy in the Tampa Bay area over the past week. And so Irish 31, which is a bar that they have uh, over in West Chase, and there's a location over in uh, Ebor as well. But mm. they um, donated $1,000 to 25 uh, teachers in mm. Hillsborough, Pasco, and Pinellas. And so they presented, um, yeah, 25 teachers with this check uh, that these teachers were nominated and embodied the Irish attributes of impassioned, reliable, influential, selfless, and humble. And so, ah, it's an acronym. Yes. Are they also Irish? <laughs> they were not Irish, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, so, Is the pub Irish? Yeah. It's an, okay, it's an Irish, Irish pub. pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Acronym for what these teachers are. Right, They didn't yeah. have to be Irish. Cool. Yeah, Irish 31. <laughs> the names didn't give it away for you. Um, so, great act of philanthropy there. And then also, a new Tampa veteran um, is receiving a home from the Homes for Our Troops, a publicly funded 501c3. Uh, Mr. Blavelt, I don't know, 57, had his right leg amputated in Afghanistan in 2010. Oof. And actually stated that he was uncomfortable but grateful for receiving his home because he was saying, you know, um, despite his inju inju injuries, I believe somebody out there probably needed help more than I did. But the home, the organization specializes mm. in building accessible homes. So, you know, he has different needs as an amputee. Oh, interesting. So it was kind of built out to suit 
like his specific needs. Exactly. Oh, I love Which that. Which is a very expensive. Anybody yeah, who has sure, someone of disabilities sure. knows how expensive yeah, things like can be. Yeah. So it's gonna. They actually haven't broke. They just broke ground on it um, over in New Tampa. So it's not built yet. But so this is not a retrofit. They are building a brand new home. They're building a too. brand new wow, home. I love it. Yeah. So home for our troops after they do. And and I mean he's very very grateful. But the article actually went into depth about his story as a vet, like how he became amputated and kind of the different uh, veterans disabled veterans he's met along his journey being in those hospitals and physio care centers and whatnot and so he just really was uh speaking to needing to pass it forward because he's received such a gracious gift and then a cup which we've spoken about in the past is a new tampa coffee shop um that serves up more than just good coffee and so uh will cup is a, a coffee shop that employs um disabled folks and so he currently employs 18 people at its downtown location but there's actually a wait list of 38 other individuals that are had applied and are looking for jobs and so they uh a second location on dale mabry in south tampa will open this summer and provide even more jobs for those individuals that they're seeking to hire and they really just emphasize that they're uh you know trying to create building blocks for success no matter what the differences um of people are and they specifically hire, um, or they really try to focus on like autistic, um, like special uh, neurological special needs. I guess yeah. is the way to say that. Um, in order to create create opportunities for employment, which I think is just beautiful. Yeah, I would love to meet these yeah. folks. And their downtown location is in Embark Collective. For those of you who that's the coffee shop right there. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So they're open like, you know, nine to three, like they have kind of like early coffee shop hours. Um, yeah. But they're in the Embark Collective location on Whiting and nice. Jefferson. Nice. swing by and see them on Saturday. I don't know if they're open Saturdays, but maybe. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so those are some great news articles happening in Tampa Bay. Um, Otherwise, we have the Cuban Sandwich Festival happening on Sunday from 12 to 6 over at Centennial Park. This is the 12th edition of the event and it will feature 25 restaurants coming for the title. Um, Live music, entertainment, dance classes, and the assembly of a record-setting 290-foot Yes. 95-foot Cuban Sandwich. Um... There will also be awards for world's best, Tampa historic, and non-traditional, and popular vote. So awarding oh, the different Cuban. I'm actually really curious to see who wins. Um, this is on Sunday. This is oh, on okay. Sunday. Man, I, might, I might have to go eat some Cubans. And then Rock the Park's first Thursday is coming up. I've actually been to Rock the Park a couple times. It's a great event. So it's a free concert. It happens every first Thursday of every month from 6.30 to 9.45 over at Curtis Hickston. Um, it's just up on the lawn there. They set up a stage, and it's a wide variety of um, performers, like from, like, I've literally seen everything. Rock, bluegrass, like indie, like anything. That's awesome. Um, so it's a really great event. It's totally free, and it's usually a good showing. And I would suggest going before it gets like crazy hot. Uh, let me let me throw in one other shameless plug uh, kind of event. Um, so for those of you listening that are, uh, let's say, well, Christian folks that are from the uh, that there, I am speaking at Waters Avenue Church on Sunday. So it is uh, Pentecost, which is um, what is that on the liturgical calendar? That is fifty days after Easter. 
Um, and it is the story of like, let's say the giving of the spirit that is in the opening kind of chapter two, uh, chapter two of acts and, um, be speaking Sunday morning at waters Avenue church, 609 West waters. Uh, what time does that start at 11 AM? And then maybe afterwards we go grab some Cubans. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then of course, uh, one more time, a one three collective, we'll be having the a one three fest over at MR collective collective uh saturday from 11 to 4 with different programs kind of happening throughout the day so please stop by join us there'll be music there'll be food there'll be um great showing of meaningful work being done here in tampa bay otherwise uh please comment rate and share tampa talk and word on the streets we'll be at a harvest soap this morning from 10 30 to 12 and the eber garden from 10 from 10 to 12 and moving up to 9 to 11 in the next couple of weeks here uh, with the heat coming in. Oh, that's smart. Yes. So please join us up there. Cool. All right. That's what we're talking about, everyone. And thank you for joining us. Until next time. Y'all be good.